The age of Windows 10 is almost at an end and will soon be welcoming Windows 11 into our lives. Microsoft is holding an event on Thursday to unveil a refreshed operating system. But what do we expect? I'm Roger Chang and this is your Daily Charge. Here to, here to talk about all things Windows is Allison Dinesco-Riome. Welcome, Allison. Happy to be here. So last time we were on, we talked about the prospect of Microsoft actually changing the number for Windows, uh, which we should note for our listeners, Windows 10 has been around for six years now. So we are actually, most, we've gotten most of the confirmation that we are moving to Windows 11. What is the, the reason behind this move now? I know the name change just came as a bit of a surprise. When Windows 10 came out in 2015, Microsoft executives said pretty definitively, this will be the last version of Windows. But maybe they didn't mean it quite as literally as it seemed at the time. But I can only really speculate on the reasons for the change right now. But I think it's possible that Microsoft is taking some of the lessons that it's learned from six years of Windows 10, combined with maybe how the pandemic has changed the way we work and live online to make something new. And again, just to be clear, Microsoft has not actually confirmed that the new version will be called Windows 11, but most outlets are calling it that based on a few things, primarily some leaks that we've seen and some hints from Microsoft, like the event invitation has what looks like a shadow for the number 11. It starts at 11 a.m. Eastern. And we also know support for Windows 10 is now ending in 2025. So that's pretty official. Yeah, they, they've all telegraphed that this, this Windows 11 announcement is coming. Uh, you mentioned the leaks, and really that's where we're getting a lot of our information right now. Just from what you've seen from these leaks, like what, what are some of these changes? Yeah, based on the leaks we've seen so far, the biggest change off the bat really appears to be the look of the interface. It's definitely a lot cleaner, more Mac-like. The corners on everything are rounded. There's a new start menu, a new home screen, new startup sound. But it's likely that these leaks are from an early version, so there's probably a lot more that we don't know about yet. Got it. And from what we've seen so far, and I know, like you said, that it's pretty preliminary, does it justify the number change, this big jump from 10 to 11? Well, at first glance, the interface is definitely pretty different looking, but in terms of actual features, Windows 11 doesn't seem like a major upgrade from Windows 10. I think the hope is just that it makes some improvements over Windows 10 and it keeps things running smoothly for the 1.3 billion Windows 10 devices that are in use today. All right, that's a great segue because let's talk about some of the changes that we're hoping to see, because even if we haven't seen everything, we could at least run through a wish list of what we want to see changed on Windows 11. Why don't we start with some of the uh, maybe things that annoy you about Windows 10 that you're hoping to get fixed? What what exactly uh, are those those little things that you know that drive you crazy? Sure. I've talked to some other CNET editors and Windows users about this, and I think one thing a lot of people have noted is that Microsoft's Edge browser is the default in Windows 10, which makes sense. And while you can change that to something else like Chrome or Brave, there's sometimes a problem where Microsoft resets that default back to Edge, so it would be nice if that didn't happen anymore. Um, something else we've noticed is that there's this confusing split between the control panel and the settings app in Windows 10, so you don't always know where to go to control things, so just one interface there would be really nice to see. Right, and I think one of the themes from what I understand is that um, I think the idea here, they're, they're trying to get us to, they're trying to make it easier to use. I'm hoping that they're gonna make Windows 11 easier to use. Is that sort of the, the hope or the one of the key themes we're looking to see? I think so. It seems to me like one of the themes is just that everything looks a little bit cleaner, a little bit nicer. 
Um, I think something else to note here is that Microsoft was working on an operating system for its dual screen devices like the Surface Duo, and that was going to be called Windows 10X, but Microsoft recently said that they're no longer going to release that system, and instead it looks like they built a lot of those capabilities into Windows 11, so I'm thinking we'll see some more dual screen support and ways to make that easier too, which would be good and might also be a trigger for the name change too. Okay, so that, that makes sense. The idea that they're trying to make this operating system a little bit more flexible. So there isn't like a specific one for dual screen, but that Windows 11 can work on single screen or a multiple screen type device. Is that is that the idea that it's just more flexible? Exactly, that seems to be it. Well, you know, beyond, you know, just the, some of the clunky nature of, uh, you know, the control panel or edge browser, any other uh, sort of annoyances you're hoping to get fixed? Um, I think some general performance upgrades would always be welcome. You know, be great to have faster startup, shutdown, faster updates, since those can sometimes take a while. Um, so other things people have pointed out would be easier virtual desktop creation like you have on Macs, and also easier setup of multiple cameras or webcams or headsets, and so many people are still working from home or in a hybrid way, and right now that can take a few extra steps that are kind of unnecessary. Right, yeah, I'm, I am hoping that Microsoft is taking into account just sort of the, the vastly different way we all you know work now from working from home or working remotely or having some sort of hybrid approach where we're hopping between home and office, which is likely what a lot of people do. Uh, and hopefully they take that into account with, with this next version of Windows. Beyond those minor fixes, are there is there anything else, any kind of bigger change you'd like to see from Windows 11? I think with Windows 11, what we're really hoping to see, other than the cleaner interface and easier to use, is just a better experience in terms of moving between that personal life and that work life, like you mentioned, as we all live in this kind of hybrid world, and just better ways to use our device every single day. So let's let's get into some housekeeping. In terms of expectations for Windows 11, do you, do you have any idea when we might be able to download this, both in sort of beta and official form? And do you think this is going to be a free download like in previous versions? We should get a much better idea about timing at the event on Thursday, but some early reports had speculated that Windows 11 might be available around the holidays this year. But now since the event is happening in June, maybe it'll be earlier. I think there will definitely be a beta version available a lot sooner for those who want to try it out. Um, and Microsoft hasn't announced anything about downloads or cost yet, but my guess would be that the same way that you can upgrade for free from Windows 8 to Windows 10 if you have a licensed copy, you probably will be able to do the same from Windows 10 to Windows 11, but TBD. Well, there's going to be a lot to, to look forward to on Thursday, which is when Microsoft will hold their, their big Windows 11 event, although they don't call it Windows 11 yet, uh, but I'm sure it will be. Allison, thanks for your time. You can check out our story and all of our Windows coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge, or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please write and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>